You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and happy Tuesday. This episode is dropping to you on Tuesday, June the 16th. Can you believe it's June 16th already? It is warm, the sun is shining, and we are officially in summer mode and the kids are on on break for the next couple of months. And to add just some icing on the cake, we're officially out of quarantine and kind of living our best life over here in Western Pennsylvania. So wherever you're listening in at, I hope that you are having a great start to your summer. And Today is kind of a fun topic because I got to pretend like I was a brand new business owner and I was starting over from square one. What would I do today that maybe I wouldn't have done back in 2011? So guys, I want to just, I want to update you, especially if you've been listening to my podcast for years and years and years, and especially if you've even started at the beginning. And I tell my story all the time about how I had less than 100 friends on Facebook and I grew my business really with consistency, with you know really practicing what I was preaching, being really an open book, um, allowing myself to be vulnerable, really kind of peeling back the layers of my life and putting it all out there, but then also being bold in saying, I'm the best person for the job. And so I did that. I did all of those things on Facebook primarily and through my blog. My blog is Committed to Getting Fit. It's actually housed under melaniemitro.com right now. And so I built the foundation of my business on my Facebook personal page and my blog. And I look at, you know, the platforms that I built my business and then I look at what I did on those platforms and I really, if I were starting today in 2020, I would not start a blog. I would not run my business on my personal Facebook page. Now, I may use it. I may leverage it, especially if that's where I tend to spend my time. But the way I mentor people today is very different than when I started in 2011. But what isn't different? The things that are not different is the consistency, right? The authenticity, the sharing of my story, the bold, you know, the bold invitations and calls to action that I put out there. And so it's like the nuts and the bolts are still the same, but it's the delivery of how we get that content out there that is ever changing. And one of the things that I really, really remember from when I first started my business and when I was rising through the ranks in in the company that I partner with, so Beachbody Health and Fitness Company, We provide in-home solutions to people who are looking to either improve their fitness, improve their nutrition, or both. 
And so really before, you know, 2011, everything was very much so done in home parties. I'm sure you guys know about in home parties. You know, I think about Tupperware and Pampered Chef. Those were some of the parties I used to go to. And we used to run these things called fit clubs where you would actually get people together and you would do a workout. So people could kind of sample the programs and the nutritionals before they actually made a purchase. And when I came in to the company, I decided that I was really going to leverage social media, that I was not an at-home party person. And that wasn't the business model that I truly felt most comfortable in because I'm very much an introverted person. So already I was kind of going against the grain of what the company was doing. And what happened is there was a lot of pushback. There were a lot of people that instantly passed judgment, that instantly were like, that's not going to work. That's not a viable way to build a business, you know, and you must be doing something like undermined or wrong because you're hitting really high numbers. And I was, my, my business was, was rapidly growing exponentially because I was leveraging the power of social media. And in 2011, right, Facebook really wasn't full of people that were promoting their products or business owners that were running ads on that social media space. So it really was an untapped market. So, you know, here I was, this young mom coming up through the ranks, no business experience, no network marketing or social media background, credibility, you know, or um, education in that area, really self-teaching myself how to build this business. And I started to create a framework. I started to really create this process for how I am building this business and how I'm going to duplicate it to my team. Because the big word is always duplicatable. Is what you're doing duplicatable to your downline, right? Is what you're doing duplicatable to the people that work with you? And so such a great mindset to really think about as you're building your business and you're building your systems and you might be the one man, one woman show right now, but as your team grows, how can you make everything that you do scalable? So here's what I want to start by by sharing with you guys today. So if I were to come into my business now, um, a couple of things are are different. Number one, um, you have to have, you know, you really have to have your unique selling proposition. And this requires a little bit of digging on your part, right? So as a business owner, when we open up our doors for business, we have to really have a crystal clear vision of who we want to serve and why we want to serve them, and what makes us different. And my biggest piece of advice for you is to not go and say, well, I don't know what my unique selling proposition is, so let me look at what everybody else is doing and try to figure it out. That is the worst thing you can do because before you know it, you're going to have yourself in a tailspin of, I don't know who I am, I don't know what makes me unique and different, and so then we psych ourselves out and we do nothing. So get out a sheet of paper and I want you to sit down at your table and just simply write down what about the business I'm launching am I so passionate about, right? So for example, I'll use health and fitness as the example, right? So I am in the health and fitness industry and there's lots of moms that, you know, are stay-at-home moms trying to get their body back in shape after having kids. But what makes me unique and different 
is that I'm a mom of two little boys. I quit my full-time job to stay at home with them. And I not only loved at-home fitness programs, but I love nutrition. I love teaching women how to meal plan, how to prep, how to navigate the grocery store, um, handle emotional eating and late night snacking and going on vacation. I love teaching women the little hacks and tricks that have helped me to be successful in my own weight loss journey. I love showing up and sharing recipes on my page. So when women follow me, they really care about nutrition. They really care about the food that they put in their body and they're interested in learning more about that. I attract women that care about lifelong health and wellness, not just a quick fix. Now, that doesn't mean I don't attract those people, but I tend to, those are, are more so my people. Also, my business obviously has shifted, but when I first launched it, it was new moms, moms of boys. My team was made up almost entirely of boy moms. How crazy is that? But that was my life and I was very open and I was talking about being a boy mom and a stay-at-home mom and clean eating and nutrition. And because those were the things I was posting about, those were the kinds of people I was attracting. So yes, I'm a health and fitness coach. And yes, I use Beachbody fitness programs to help bridge that gap for women in their, in their health and fitness and their body image. But I do it with the clean eating spin. I do it with a little more emphasis on nutrition where you're going to find people that don't have children, that are not married that you know work full time outside of the house and have kids and are a health and fitness coach you are going to find people that are vegan that are tend to be you know intermittent fasting um it's sort of a lifestyle and so what happens is yes the platform of being an online wellness coach right the scope is big but how do we drill it down to the one specific area that you love the most and for me it was definitely nutrition so ask yourself, what are going to be the pillars of, of my business? What are going to be the things that I love the most? So you really want to get down to the root cause. And then also you can peel back the layer again and you can say, okay, you know, what are my driving forces for doing what I am doing? So even underneath of, you know, I, I'm a health and fitness coach and I love clean eating. It's like, but why is it? I really care about body image. Is it that I want a six pack abs? Is that I want to prevent disease because, you know, illness and disease runs in my family and I know how important it is to take care of yourself. Have you had a health scare yourself and it's really been a gut check for you? And so, or do you have an autoimmune disease? Do you have some sort of diagnosis that you're dealing with? For me, it's anxiety. I, a big part of my wellness journey has been my, my road to working through some of my anxious thoughts and behaviors. And so I talk a lot about that. Again, I tend to bring in people that also have dealt with or are currently working on their anxious thoughts. So not only am I clean eating, mom of three, really an anxiety warrior, right? And I love to shop. Now, there are other people out there that are stay-at-home moms that are trying to get back in shape, that love clean eating, that are anxiety warriors, but hate to shop. And when they would see my newsfeed, they would be like, ooh, she's not my person, right? Because I'm done up. Every day I've got my makeup on. Every day I'm dressed. Every day is an opportunity to like go out, right? And so, but that's my personality and I'm not going to apologize for that. So who are you? Are you the one that's like, no? 
that's not me at all. I no makeup, hair in a ponytail, always got my yoga pants on. Like I am, that's, that's me. I am not a hot mess bomb. Are you the well put together? Are you somewhere in the middle? You know, who are you? And so in my social, in your social, you should, before you ever open the doors for business, you got to say like, what's my brand? Who am I? Who's my target audience? Who do I want to speak to? And what is that going to look like? When you really have that figured out, it's, it's incredible, right? It's incredible how much you can truly begin to draw in your people as you go through this process. Okay, so now once you have sort of your unique selling proposition, you kind of know who your target audience is, now you can begin to open the doors for business. And the first thing you got to do is you got to tell your story. And I'm going to encourage you to, yes, use your personal Facebook page if, you, if that's where your people hang out. And this is another thing that people get stuck on. They're like, well, what is everybody else doing? And then they go, well, everybody's on Facebook, so I should be on Facebook. When in reality, you hate the platform. You loathe it. It actually makes your skin crawl when you open up the Facebook app. Instead, when you open up Instagram, you instantly feel like this is where my people are. You really have to lean into that. I don't care what the upline or another business owner is doing that is having success. What really matters is you. What really matters is you could, this is your business. And if you don't love it, it is not going to work for you. All right. So what platform brings you joy? That's where we're going to spend our time. Regardless if it's Instagram or it's Facebook, it's a magazine cover. So we do have to elevate our photography as a business owner. And this is not hard to do. Every single photo I take is with my iPhone. Okay. So yes, I updated my iPhone so that I have, you know, one of the newer versions that has a good camera. I invested in a tripod that holds my phone and a little remote control self-timer all bought on Amazon. I love natural light. You'll sometimes find me taking pictures in front of windows or outside on a sunshiny day, and I am my own photographer. But I watched some videos on YouTube. I learned how to take really good photos for my social media, and I did that by trial and error and honestly practice. I use the Lightroom app to edit and just brighten things up a little bit, all things that I didn't know before but I just went out there and Googled them and YouTube them and watched some tutorials and became proficient because I practiced. I didn't let the, I don't know how to do that be an excuse. I learned and it's all out there. Most of it's there for free. So I began to take better photos and then I really now versus 2011 is I used to just sell. I used to go, Hey guys, I've got 10 spots open for my summer slim down accountability group. If you're looking for fitness accountability and clean eating and recipes and meal plans and, you know, daily check-ins and you really want to drop that 10 pounds before your vacation, join my group. And that used to be my post and it, it was fine. It worked, but now, but now people need to feel connection. They don't want to be sold to. For, for the past nine years, we've slowly increased the amount of selling that's been done on social platforms. And now it's really not about selling because people on, automatically have like sales radar and they just shut you down. So now we need to really not trick our audience, but we really need to build trust with them. We really have to connect with people because when people feel a connection to a piece of your story, maybe not the whole thing, they're more likely to buy from you. All right. 
So with that being said, you know, for me, it's much more about my end goal is to get people to sign up for this online virtual boot camp. Okay. I want people to see the value in investing in the total body solution, which is our challenge packs, but I need them to know like it's worth the money. I need people to know I really questioned the price when I first started. I need people to know that I was kind of afraid that I was going to fail or it wasn't going to work or I wasn't going to like the product. And so now I started to say, well, let me tell a story about that time that, you know, I tried that shake and I hated it. Let me tell the story about the utter breakdown I had about putting, getting my summer clothes out and nothing would fit. And I looked at myself in the mirror and said, how did you let yourself go? Like I use those words, descriptive words. Like I am writing, you know, I'm writing a paper for school, right? I'm telling a story. And so now my social media posts, yes, my end goal might be to put, get somebody to join my accountability group, but I want people to know I'm human. I want people to know that I am where I am today because of my challenges, my struggles, my roadblocks, my negative self-talk that I had and my really poor eating habits. And so you start making a list of stories you can tell. And then also you make a list of, you know, these are some of the, these are some of the ways, these are some of the tactical or sort of teachables that I can share with my audience. I, you know, really struggled with negative self-talk. So here is what I did to really turn that around. X, Y, and Z. I'm, I'm giving advice, right? You know what? I really dealt with emotional eating. These are my three strategies for, you know, handling the emotions when they're on high, right? You know what? I always cave at restaurants because I was afraid that I would be judged for making healthier choices and I didn't want to bother the server. And this is how I started to, you know, overcome that. And so now I'm not just documenting my day and saying, woe is me or look at me, I'm doing my workout and I'm eating healthy, but I'm actually giving people advice. I'm actually, they could read my post and implement what I'm sharing and it adds value to their life. Trust factor goes up. So when you are creating content, it is no longer about, I need to make a post and I need to sell a challenge pack. It is now about, I need to connect with my audience. I need them to see I'm human. I need to give them advice so they want to actually come back for more, tag a friend, right? And see me as the expert in this specific industry, right? And then I'll sell to them in my stories. I'll sell to them in the private messages once we've already become friends. And so I look, the way I look at it now is I'm so much more of a storyteller than I am just getting as many pieces of content out there. Um, rapid fire, it is much more thought out and purposeful and intentional. One of the things that hasn't changed about what I did back in 2011 to 2020 is I'm still a professional friend maker. I still show up on my social media. I engage with my audience and I find new people every day. You guys, I actually sit here and look for other accounts of my tribe where my people hang out, whether it's influencers or authors or public figures, um, small groups in my, my town of other women that have similar interests and beliefs and core values that I do. And I'm not going in there with the intent, intent of spamming them with what I have to offer, but I'm like, who 
can I connect with? Who can I get value from? Who can I add value to, right? What new connections can I make today? And when I go into my day and setting aside, you know, half hour, 45 minutes to do just that, I build these beautiful relationships, relationships that turn into, you know, a future opportunity or a referral, you guys. So most people don't do this part because they feel icky or uncomfortable going out there and connecting. But you guys, if you aren't putting yourself out there and making yourself available, you cannot expect for your business to grow. All right. So, and the last thing that I will say to you in this space of what I would do now versus what I would, what I did then is, you know, I really wouldn't change too much about it other than I am telling you guys, I am telling you with my whole heart, you have got to jump in with both feet. You can't look back. There can't be a one foot in, a one foot out. If, if this doesn't work out, then I'll just go back to what's comfortable and what I know, the job I hate, the life that I feel you know drained from. You have to go two feet all in. And that is not different from then until now. The Slight Edge, that book that I always recommend, right, by Jeff Olson, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, those books, those principles of consistency over time are absolutely critical. Building relationships is absolutely critical. And if you do not have the belief in what you do and why you do it, you better start reading a little more personal development and listening listening to a few more podcasts that are going to kick your butt. Stop playing small, you guys. You listen to this podcast because you want real talk. You want, you know, truth. You want to know how to build a business. And if you aren't willing to put on your big girl pants and get a little bit dirty, I'm sorry. You're going to just stay kind of average, mediocre, or better yet, you're going to fail. And I don't want you to fail. All right. I want you to be consistent. I want you to show up every day and I want you to prove people wrong. If you have to write it on your bathroom mirror, it's like, I will prove people wrong. I will prove that this business works. I will prove that I am worthy and I will achieve my goals. And I know I am really speaking on the soapbox this morning, but I mean it. I mean it with my whole heart. I really, really do. You guys, business always is about patience, duplication, consistency, passion, energy, and just truly time. Can't promise you in a year from now what your business is going to look like, but I can promise you that if you go read the book, there is no plan B to my A game that, and really just listen to those principles and even high performance habits by Brendan Burchard and you implement it. You live that truth. You live those principles. You won't be the same person 12 months from now. You won't have the same kind of business. You won't even have the same kind of life, the same kind of body, the same kind of relationships because when you consistently work at something, when you consistently show up and you put your best foot forward, you can't help but be a different human. And then bonus tip because as I was on that rant, I thought about this. You know, the one thing that I will add is the amount of content I put out there is different. I used to put three to five or four to six Facebook posts a day. Now it's one, maybe two Facebook, Instagram posts a day. But I do about five to seven stories, seven to 10. No, Try not to do more than that unless it's a big exciting day. But that's the way it's shifted. It's much more about the quality over quantity. It is much more about storytelling versus selling. 
It is building trust and connecting and relationships. And again, it is the principles of consistency and duplication that you learn in the compound effect and the slight edge. You guys, that is what I got for you today. And that is how I would do business in 2020 versus 2011. And I hope that this was helpful. You guys drop me a comment, leave me a rating and review over at iTunes. It helps my podcast get in front of more business owners, just like yourself that need to know how to crush their business with these simple strategies. Tag me on IG stories. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. And I may even feature you on my IG stories. All right, you guys, let's make it a great week and let's go out there and inspire others to live their best life. Bye friends.